Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, Megan Hall, founder of Megan Hall Motivation. I motivate and inspire women to create their own version of a thriving life. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories and chat about topics relevant to today's modern women. Don't forget to join our virtual community on Facebook, the Inspire Women Community. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. All right, guys, I'm here today with my car- my friend Carly Vega, and I'm so excited to have her. So Carly is a believer, wife to a handsome, tall, bald guy. We have that in common. Uh, just not the same <laughs> husband, like <laughs> tall, bald guys. Uh, but uh, she is the mother of three boys, a soul searcher, pizza lover. We have that in common, too. Glitter, <laughs> shimmer. Ah, yes. This is why we're friends. A laughter expert, master's degree in hugs. Yes. I love hugs. Uh, she craves deep conversation. She loves stories. She loves to have to have creative jam sessions in her living room. She's addicted to buying makeup and lashes. She's the oldest of five girls, two boys, and her mother was one of the first USMC female drill instructors. Wow, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. She's a badass. Uh, she is. <laughs> in 2009, she accidentally fell into makeup. She worked at the body shop, and a prom girl came in, and she helped save her prom. Her manager made her sell more makeup, and so she volunteered for the Fairy Godmother program. She told people, and they told people, and Makeup by Vega was born. She left corporate America in 2014 to work on her own business full-time, and she never looked back. She's currently a makeup artist and a fire starter sessions facilitator with um, Danielle Laporte. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. Through, through, you know, I saw your thing with uh, where you went and saw her fire starters. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. I yeah, bet. that was probably one of the most um, exhilarating moments of my, like, last five years. I have a little girl crush on Danielle Laporte. <laughs> I have a huge girl crush on Danielle Laporte. She is um, – uh, she's such a heavy influencer in what gave me the um, – belief system that I could do for myself and I could work on my own and I didn't have to conform to what society said that I had to conform to. I love it. And the reason I asked Mm -hmm. Carly to come on is because she did my makeup for the modern femme convention. I'm like, um, Carly, I haven't had any sleep. There's bags under my eyes. I can't handle this. I never wear makeup guys. Like I don't like, if you see my, my videos, my posts, like it's rare. And if I'm wearing it, it's probably like eyeliner and eyeshadow. That's about it. Um, but I asked her to come and I said, would you like to come on the podcast? Because I feel like if you're a woman and you don't wear makeup, you get judged. But if you're a woman and you do wear makeup, you get judged. And like, where's the in-between? And I don't think there is one. So I just wanted to have a, a casual conversation about makeup. And Carly, what what got you into makeup? Like, what got you excited about it? Like, um, I've always had a, a very servient um, heart. I love helping people and um, I seem to attract people that are in um, really distressful, distressed situations. And um, in uh, 2009, I just needed some extra money. Um, so I got a part-time job at the body shop in MacArthur Mall. And uh, they liked me so much for the holidays, they asked me to stay on uh, for like one day of pay period so that way during the holidays they could hire me more often uh, for like more hours. And I did it like just one day here and there, every pay period. Um, and then prom season came around and I never sold makeup. Like my, in my bio, my mother was a drill instructor for the Marine Corps. So I grew up with a mother who had a shaved head and, 
you know, loved being in the drill field and would go on these things called humps with like 40 pounds on our back. And, you know, and, and then here I am, the oldest of five girls and my father grew up as a DJ in Brooklyn. So <laughs> zero makeup skills whatsoever. Um, and, um, so prom season came around and we don't get bookings. We don't have, we have such a small area for makeup. Um, I took the day because everybody else was getting their prom girls ready and I could hear the, a girl in the hallway, like I could hear her walking in her heels and I could hear her crying. So I stepped out of the store to take a look and she had her hair, her tiara, her dress, her shoes, and her makeup was done and she was hysterical. And I'm a mom, so I immediately like sidestepped her and I said, oh my, I said, oh my, are you okay? And she couldn't even talk. She was so upset. And then I looked past her and her mother was right behind her, just exasperated. And she looked at me and she said, she just doesn't like her makeup. She's fine. And I didn't get to go to my prom. Uh, so I know what it's like to have your prom ruined. And so I said, oh my God, honey, come inside. And I just wiped her face off. And um, when you get hired onto any business, they tell you, you ma they make you sit and watch videos. And these are our products and this is, you know, if you steal and this is sexual harassment and this is all that other fun stuff. And so I wound up um, getting, uh, just having her sit down where the makeup was and I just put foundation on. I told her a couple of jokes. I made her laugh a little bit. Um, I just did what the videos told me to do um, when I first started there over last Christmas and um, her mom said, thank you. And she said, well, how much do we owe you? And I said, well, we don't charge for makeup here. And my manager's behind her just like waving her hands going, have her buy all the makeup you just put on her. And so she did. So she bought all of the makeup I just put on her and she left and she was happy. And, and I was like, well, yeah, did my good deed for the day. I'm getting into heaven today. And um, <laughs> my, my manager looked at me and she said, oh, I know what we're going to do with you. And as soon as she started talking, she just had like all these ideas and she started talking about makeup. I said, stop. I said, I don't know anything about makeup. I said, I, I wear powder to make sure I'm not shiny. And I think I know a little bit about mascara. I said, I don't wear makeup. I don't like makeup. I didn't like the girls who wore makeup when I was younger. Um, I just, it wasn't my thing. And um, she really didn't give me much of an option. Um, so she, we signed up for the fairy godmother program and she made me learn like all of the makeup for the store. And by the time homecoming came around that, that same year, um, the, the fairy godmother program is where people donate dresses and shoes and jewelry and stuff. And then, um, you go in with 20 bucks and you can get like an entire outfit for your prom. And then people donate services. So like salons will donate like hair services and uh, makeup services. And so the body shop did that. And so I, back in 2009 was when, um, I had three weekends of Fridays and Saturdays from like noon to probably six o'clock back to back to back to back makeup. Um, and I told somebody, I told my friend Larnie about it and she was a photographer. And I believe that Larnie is the one who really catapulted me into doing this because I was just going to do it for the store. Like I was like, Oh, it's yeah. fun. And she told people and then she found me a mentor and then she made me do a photo shoot and I didn't even have a kit. Like I borrowed everything from the body shop. And, um, when I went with the mentor, like she helped me with my kit, she taught me about the business. She brought me on weddings. She brought me on photo shoots. And so the, the year and a half that I spent with her really gave me kind of an upper edge. So I didn't fall into makeup um, and not know what I was doing. I, I definitely fell into makeup 
and had a really strong um, stronghold, like a um, oh gosh, what do they call it? Like when you build a house, foundation. Foundation. Geez, thank you. Um, I had a great foundation for um, what I was supposed to do and and how I was supposed to feel about it. Um, and then um, it got to a point where I was taking up all of my vacation because I had been with the same company for over 12 years. And so my vacation was four weeks a year at that point. And um, my husband said one, uh, my husband said over Christmas in 2013, he said, babe, I want to go on a vacation. Let's go somewhere for Christmas. And I was like, well, I don't have any vacation. He said, you have a month of vacation and we can't go anywhere. I was like, no. (laughs) Um, And so that's when he said, you're, so they went on a vacation and I stayed here because I didn't have any vacation time. And um, that's, I woke up one morning and I was miserable. I didn't want to go to work and I never felt that way. I loved what I did. I worked for the Virginia pilot and I loved the people I worked with. I loved my team. I loved being a social media expert. I did a lot of web stuff and, and I just didn't want to go. Like I had this overwhelming feeling of this isn't your place. And, um, and I had been reading Danielle Laporte, the desire map and it like clicked and I went, I told my husband and he was like, no, you can't quit because we need the income. And I went into work super sad. Um, and I actually typed up my resignation, like the formal letter. I printed it out and I just stuck it underneath my keyboard because I knew someday I was going to be able to do it. And um, I went to lunch and I came back and my husband said, um, hey, uh, I didn't mean to, you know, to poop on your dreams. So if you would like to put in your resignation, I support you. We can make this work. Um, I see that makeup makes it makes you happy, and um, let, let's just go for it. I didn't even say goodbye. I hung up the phone, grabbed the paper, <laughs> went into my boss's office, and um, and two weeks later, on April 11th, is when um, Makeup of Vega came full time. April 11th of 2014. That's awesome. So I was like yeah. you. I grew up with a mom. She didn't wear makeup, and. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time that my dad and my mom divorced and I met my stepmom who did, she was too busy trying to build her marriage with my dad and she had two stepkids and she was trying to find her. So she didn't have time to teach this like 13 year old girl who was awkward and had no idea what she was doing to do anything. But because I thought she was so beautiful when she put her makeup on, like she's beautiful anyways, but when she put her makeup on, it was like this transformation. It was so much fun. I, that's when I started wearing like eyeliner and mascara. I tried, I tried eyeshadow. I did not do it very well. I looked like a clown. So I really didn't do a lot. And then when I reached college and all the girls were wearing makeup, they were too busy getting drunk and doing their own stuff to teach me how to do makeup. So I had no idea. I never had that person to teach me to do makeup. So I literally never have worn it. Like, it, it's never been my thing. And now when, when people do my makeup, um, I'm just like, who is that person? <laughs> like, I don't even know who that is. Like, I mean, when you did it for Modern Femme, like, it did, it looked beautiful. And I'm, but I'm like, wow, like, it was different because, like, when I, you put it on, like, I was no longer concerned about my bags under my eyes that nobody could see anyways, mind you. Like, nobody right. noticed them, just me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it gave me, like, this little more pep in my step because I'm like, oh, I look professional with this makeup on and I'm wearing my fancy dress and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just wanted to have that, you know, that conversation because... You know, a lot of people think that girls wear makeup to cover up things, but I think a lot of times it's 
girls wear makeup because it's fun and it's a way to transform and it's you know just like putting on a nice outfit it's like I look really nice today so I don't know I don't know about you how do how do you see makeup like why people wear makeup um I there's there's a there's a couple of there's a couple of ways to answer that question um when I first started um I the young lady who I was learning under uh she was very heavy into the bridal scene and the beauty and the bridal behind it and just that like soft airbrush, perfect finish, you know, they almost looked photoshopped um, when I saw some of these images. And um, it got to a point where people, when I started telling people about it and when I started being a bit more vocal about colors make me happy and, and I, you know, shaved my head and dyed my hair and um, people started asking me a lot of questions about makeup and it got to a point where I was telling them what I thought about makeup versus how makeup could be incorporated into their life where they, one, didn't feel guilty about it, Mm -hmm. two, didn't feel like they didn't know what they were doing with it, and three, felt confident enough where they could ask me a question and expect to get a real and an honest answer um, from me because I'm not going to sell you something that I haven't looked into or I haven't researched or I haven't um, tried myself like even if it, even if it's just a swatch, um, and so I'm not a huge fan on like the complete not even looking like who you were, you know, when you were born. You know, if you wake up in the morning and by noon you, people are like, well, I don't even know who you are. Um, for me, that's just it's not my style. I mean, for some people, that's what makes them feel confident, and I, you know, kudos to you. Um, some of the girls on Instagram, I look at them and I'm just like, God, do you look like that first thing in the morning? Um, and if they do, like, bam, that's great. But they've probably got microblading, lip injections, and they have a ton of Botox in. So if you're waking up and you look beautiful and you're, you know, in the middle of the day and it's still beautiful and at the end of the day you're still beautiful, then there's got to be something. You know, unless you're super, super blessed, um, there's something else under the skin. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. Um, when they see some of these girls, there's a lot of filters these days. Um, with, you know, taking selfies. And even now with videos, I put up a post the other day because Wayne Goss is a makeup artist that I follow. And he called out a lot of these girls who post videos um, on Instagram and YouTube. And, you know, they just have this perfect skin. And um, and it's a filter that people put. It's a camera with a filter that people are buying now. And, you know, it just it's such a huge misconception that makeup is supposed to be this flawless photoshopped look all day every day and it doesn't necessarily have to be that um it just needs to be are you comfortable do you want to wear full coverage foundation or do you want to wear a tinted moisturizer do you want full eyebrows or do you want something that's soft and subtle um do you want a wicked Kat Von D liquid eyeliner or do you want something like a full smoky like something that Tyra Banks does do you you know I mean it I had to start listening to people and what they liked and the type of person that they were and, and, um, what they were comfortable with because, you know, that, that 18 year old going to her prom wants a certain look versus, you know, the 27 year old who's getting headshots versus the 35 year old who's like, I just want to be a happy hippie. And, but I need to cover up this adult zit because I don't know where it came from. Um, so that was part of the journey was learning how to listen to people and, um, what I like may not be what you like. Um, and I have to be diverse. Um, there are some shoots where I go in and I'm like all dolled up. And then I have a policy where I don't wear makeup on Mondays. 
um, because during the weekend I'm doing weddings and I have to show up and I'm full face and I'm glam. And, um, so on Mondays is like my weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I, so the, the, um, to go back to your, to go back to your question, um, makeup is intimidating because the media makes it intimidating. Um, and once you find someone that you can trust, um, to ask them questions about makeup, and even if it's me, like I'll talk makeup to you all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about how you want to wear it. It's all about what you like. Um, but it's also about what your face and your skin can handle. Um, a woman who's 50 can't pull off, you know, that perfect winged eyeliner the same way that a woman who's, you know, 16 can because the skin is just a little bit different unless, you know, unless you have that super share face, you know, and <laughs> which is like super, super uncommon. And, um, unless you have like some medical chemical, um, financial, you know, the funny, the finances to do that. Um, so it, it really all depends on, on what you like and what, um, and what you follow and, and what, basically just what lights your soul on fire. You know, um, I sit down with a lot of the girls who do boudoir photo shoots and it's a very vulnerable, um, hour for them because, um, as soon as they're, they get up out of my chair, they go and they get in their unmentionables and they're posing in front of a photographer, which they may or may not have ever met before. Um, and it's my job to get them comfortable. It's my job to get them to feel confident. It's, you know, they're, they're giving these pictures either for themselves or for their significant other. And, and it's my job to help them see that they can be as beautiful or as sexy or as sultry as the girl next door. Um, and if I didn't do my job that well, then I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. You do a really fantastic job at that. So like last year I went to an event and they had a makeup artist there and I told her, I'm like, I really wish I could pull off purple lips, but I don't think I can because like my skin is like white, white, like I'm white girl, white. Like, (laughs) And she's like, no, no, I can do it. So it'll look great. And then when she did it, she didn't listen to me or into the, to the reasons that not only was I uncomfortable, I wish I could pull off purple lips. I probably can pull off purple lips, but is it a good idea for me to pull off purple lips? No, because it's probably gonna make me very uncomfortable on what you're going to put on my face for me too. And it Mm -hmm. did like, after I got done, like even took pictures and everything. And I sent one to my husband. He's like, what the hell happened to you? Like, like, that's not even like you. Like, and I felt very uncomfortable. And and everybody that knew me when they saw me that day knew I felt very uncomfortable because Mm -hmm. it didn't. But then the day of modern femme, when you did my makeup and I sent my husband that picture, he was like, that looks really nice on you because you listened, you know, I don't wear makeup. Mm -hmm. So like if you did like a full on crazy face, like it was going to scare the crap out of me. Instead, it looked a little more than what I normally look like it did have some splash of color and stuff. And I did have to remove the lashes because they were a bit too much. <laughs> but I tried them. I did. Right. I got on my comfort zone and I tried them. But um, other than that, like it looked more like me, you know, it looked like more something that I was comfortable with. And I didn't feel like I had stuff caked on my face all day. Like I didn't feel uncomfortable. Like I felt like this is just a glammed up version of Megan. Versus like the other time was like this, this was not even like, that's not even me. Like this purple lips, which I do wish I could pull off purple lips, but it doesn't make me feel comfortable because that's like 
not me. <laughs> right. Um, and that's, that's part of the, when I do bridal, when I do wedding makeup, I, I re- require a bridal trial. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way one, it's like kind of like a first date, you know, cause it's essentially a blind date. Um, and it's a two way interview. Um, I'm interviewing her to see if we'll make a good fit. Um, and she'll, she's interviewing me to see if we make a good fit. And during the bridal trial, um, before they actually come, I'll ask them to create like a Pinterest board. Like, mm-hmm. go create a Pinterest board. Go find some makeup looks that you're looking for. Um, pull colors from your wedding into your makeup board so I can kind of see where you're going with um, your wedding. Is it an Indian wedding? Is it kind of like a boho wedding? Is it a beach wedding? Is it, um, you know, something in the country? Um, is it going to be indoors? Is it going to be outdoors? Because lighting is important um, when it comes to makeup. And that's something that uh, the first makeup artist that I ever worked with, um, she taught me that lighting is important because outdoor makeup and indoor makeup and um, studio makeup and, um, you know, they're all just a little bit different. And during the trial, what I do is we'll start soft um, and, you know, we'll kind of and I'll let her I'll let her look, which a lot of makeup artists don't do. A lot of makeup artists don't like to let them see until they're done. Um, but I can always say, well, do you want to go more? We can go more. Do you want to add a little bit of color? We can add a little bit of color. We can start here. Um, and then I build up to what it is that they're comfortable with because a lot of the times the women that I do makeup on don't wear makeup mm-hmm. and they're not comfortable. So if I go in and I do like a full two hour beat on them and then they walk out, it's not even them, then I've done a disservice to my industry, um, to you, to what it is that you're shooting. Um, and it, you know, it, it'll be like a niche in the poor experiences section of their heart. And then that, you know, that again will be, oh, I don't like to wear makeup. One time I had a makeup artist do my makeup and it was, you know, and then I'll become another story. And I don't ever want to be, um, somebody that, that did that to somebody, um, that ever put that feeling into somebody's heart about makeup. No. And, and that's what I love about you. That's why I asked you to come on because you're <laughs> one of those people that you're just, you're honest, you're going to be real and you want to listen to, to how people are feeling. And I'm the same one with, with my coaching. Like if somebody wants to work with me one-on-one in one of my one-on-one programs, they have to have a connection call with me. Cause I want to see like, can I actually help you? Like, I don't want you mm-hmm. to drop a couple grand on a program and then it's not even going to help you because I'm not even the person that you should be working with. And, right. you know, I can't even go there with you. Um, we're on with you. It's a little differently because you can help them. You just have to figure out what level they need for you to help right. them when it comes right. to makeup. And I, and I love that you're doing that because like it made, you know, for me, somebody that doesn't wear it made me feel comfortable. And I'm like, wow, like this is actually something that I'd be willing to have done more often Versus like that, that time, like with the purple lips, I was just like, mm, I may never get makeup done ever. <laughs> like, this is not me. It took forever yeah. for her to do it. And it was a little crazy. So what, what is your favorite way that makeup makes people feel? Like when you hear like feedback from other women, like what is, what is your favorite? Like that, what kind of feeling that you're hoping they're walking away with? Um, I think that my favorite word uh, when people use, when they um, either review, do a review, or they reach back out to me, or they send a message. I've even gotten cards from women. There was a, I got a card actually a month and a half ago, and I didn't remember who she was. I had to like go on Facebook and see and try to remember and go back in my calendar. And I was like, oh, I did her make, but who is she? Like, what did I do? You know. So um, confidence, confidence is 
the my favorite 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 word to hear um, because women who come to me and they want and they get their makeup done that's what they're looking for is they're looking for that confidence to to smile in that photo that confidence to um, go on that date you know I've had a couple of blind dates I've had a couple of I'm getting it's my birthday I want my makeup done I've had a couple of prom girls I've had um, homecoming girls I've had I've I've done shopping you know I'll go I'm a personal shopper and I'll go and I'll help you pick out makeup um, I did a young lady who was um, switching jobs and she wanted her makeup done for an interview um, and in just casual conversation I just asked her because she was a beautiful young lady she just wanted her makeup done and I asked her I said um, I said you you seem like you're fairly confident I said why did you hire a makeup artist and she says, you can be confident on the outside, but inside I'm shaking. I'm, I'm, you know, semi-broken on the inside because, and sometimes it's, you know, from an emotional past. Um, um, some people suffer from um, emotional abuse or physical abuse or um, domestic abuse. And, and they've been told for years, their entire life, that they're not pretty or they're not worthy or they're not this or they're not that. And I'm so anti you know, that form of bullying, um, that, uh, that it's, it's almost like my mission to like, you know, put makeup on as many people as possible in the world. And, and I've run across women who are like, I don't wear makeup. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, don't, you don't have to wear makeup. You, you rock that natural face, you know? And, um, and I, I mean, I get a lot of people who will look at what I do as being superficial, um, who will look at what I do as being, oh, it's fake because it's not really what people look like. Um, and I have to keep a very open mind because there is, so, there's something that they're hurting from, um, to make them say that, um, to, to me, you know, cause I know the type of person that I am and I know the journey that God's put me on. Um, and if for somebody, for some people to say the things that they say, um, to, to people or to, or to me or to anybody, you know, it comes from a place of hurt in their past. And, um, there are some Sometimes I'm not the right person to pull that hurt out of them. And there are some people who um, who sit in my chair. And before I even put my brush to their face, they're already spilling and they're emotional. And they're, you know, I'm, I'm doing this boudoir for a divorce. You know, this is my second marriage. My first husband was awful. Or um, the teen who has cystic acne and she got invited to prom and she wasn't even going to go because she knew her face. She was, you know, so um, self-conscious of her face and. Um, when they get out of my chair, they're standing a little bit taller, they're smiling, their eyes are wider, they're, you know, people, when people have a conversation, they're usually like a good two to three feet in between you, you know, maybe one foot if you're super intimate. But a lot of the times I'll get the girls and they'll pull the mirror that I give them and they'll go right up to their face and they're like examining every, every like nook and cranny in their face and they're just looking at it. And I have to like come in between them and go, hold on a second and like separate their hands and say, one, if anybody ever gets that close to you, they better be like super, 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 you know, in love with you or your parent. I said, because people aren't going to look that close at you. I said, hold it, you know, at arm's length and just, and look at yourself as a whole. Don't, don't look at one eye and then look at half of your lip and then look at that cheek. I said, pull it, pull it away and look at you as a whole because that's the type of confidence you're going to exude when you walk out of this house or when you walk out of my chair or when you walk out of this hotel room. That is who 
that is who that is the face that you're the, that people are going to see when you walk out of there. So if you look too close and you see a wrinkle, everything I've done was in vain. But if you look at yourself as a whole and you see your eye color pop because I added a little bit of purple or your brows are even because when you were 13, you overplucked or, um, you know, um, I've, I contoured your nose. So if to you, it doesn't look as, as wide as it used to, or I chiseled your cheeks and now your cheeks aren't as round as they look, um, for your photo shoot. That's what, that's the whole purpose. And that's the whole point of why I do what I do is to give you that little like, whoosh, yeah, I own it. You know, I look amazing and I can't wait to go out to the world and just own this day or whatever the case is. That's why I do um, what it is that I do. I love that you say that because I was one of those girls that used to pick on girls that wore makeup like when I was younger. Me too. Because I, Me was, too. I was hurting like because I was not confident and I like really didn't. I hated the fact that they were so freaking confident and then mm -hmm. all the boys thought they were pretty and they were getting mm -hmm. all the boys and I wasn't getting yep. any boys and I wasn't confident. Yep. And all I could think is like, I'm such an ugly duckling. Like, and mm -hmm. of course they're going to pick on them about like them wearing makeup because it's the only thing I could pick on them about. Like, that's the thing that I could reach out and say. And it was only in the last, like, I'd say like in the last five years where I became three, three to four years where I started becoming more confident and more, you know, in tune with myself that now instead of like picking on girls that wear makeup, I'm like, I want to know how you do that. Like I will watch, mm -hmm. I don't even wear makeup and I'll watch makeup videos sometimes because yeah. I'm like, holy moly. Like mm -hmm. then I'm going on my birthday. Um, well not on my birthday, the day before my birthday to see drag Queens. <gasps> yeah. I love them. They're my favorite. <laughs> and like this one that was there last time we went at Crocs 19th street bistro. And mm -hmm. he just like, he looked better than I did. Like, was it, was it Jasmine? Did you? Yes. 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 She is phenomenal. Like she, she's probably one of my favorite, my favorite drag queens like ever. I've seen her probably, probably 50 times. So um, amazing. When, I know she's so good. She needs to be like my new best friend. That's what I say. Like, <laughs> I, like, I want to see you do your makeup. Like that's what I right. want to see because like, that's fascinating. Like to me that, you know, that makeup allows her to like have chiseled cheeks and like mm -hmm. plumped lips and all of this stuff that I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So now instead of being that person that like, I'm like, oh my God, why would you wear makeup? I'm more like fascinated. Like, that's amazing. Like, what mm -hmm. are you doing here? Like, how are you doing that? How can you give me that magical eye cream that I just put on the eye cream, not even full face. And Carly is like, I can help you. And then you couldn't see my bags anymore. And I was like, this is amazing. And it wasn't even, like, full face. Like I'm expecting when you were handing me something that you're going to hand me something that I have to slather all over my face. Yeah. There's just this little stuff that went under my eyes. And I'm like, this is awesome. And so it, it, it really helped. And I agree with you. It really helps with confidence. But we are running on a, out of time, unfortunately, because okay. we try to keep it under 50 or 45 minutes. Um, so I'm okay. going to wrap it up with the final five questions. But first, I want to ask you is if there's like one thing that you could leave the audience with about makeup, what would you want them to know? It's, it's all about what you're comfortable with. Um, and, and I, and I say that with such an, an open scale of love, because, um, if you, for example, it will go with the purple lips. Yeah. I love a purple lip, but it depends on the shade of the purple lip, um, for me, um, because I do have a little, a little intricities that I'm still a little bit nervous about, like with, for my own self. Um, and, um, if you want to rock a purple lip, girlfriend, 
go rock the hell out of that purple lip. Um, but you better own it. If you put on a purple lip and you're like, God, I don't know if people are going to like it, that is going to show and it's going to exude and you're just going to give off that energy of you're not really confident and you don't really know how you're going to feel wearing this purple lip. So if you're going to put on that purple lip, you better like put on that purple lip and go out to the world and be like, I'm wearing a purple lip. Say something, you know, (laughs) Um, I guess I guess that's the only thing that I can that I can say about it, because a lot of the times people will like do a wing eyeliner, but you can tell that they're like, oh, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Does it look okay? You know, if you ask 10 people if your makeup looks fine. No, you're not. Then you're definitely not ready for whatever it is. Look that you were either trying to achieve achieve or um, did achieve. So you have to you have to look in the mirror and be like, I slayed it um, in order to in order to exude that confidence. If not, then tone it down just a little bit or add just a little bit more or add that pop of color. And then but you have to you have to in your heart own it. Um, otherwise, you're it, the whole world is going to see that you're not comfortable. Yes, it's kind of, that's why I had to uh, remove the lashes. Because I kept yeah. asking people, like, do they look okay? Can you tell? Like, yeah. and, and I was just like, all right. And one girl goes, oh, Megan, if it's really making you that uncomfortable, you need to remove them. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I did, but yeah. it was fun because when you said, do you want lashes? I'm like, I've never wore them, so why not try them out? Like, I can yeah. see if I'm comfortable with them. Apparently, mm-hmm. I'm not ready for those, but, yeah. you know, I could try. So um, what does authenticity mean to you? I know it's become a buzzword, but I feel like if it's used appropriately, it's a very powerful word. And it's kind of sad that it's become a buzzword. Yeah, Um for for me, if I'm being authentic, um, I I struggled after I left corporate America because I was wearing suits as a business person every day. And then when the business went business casual, you know, I mean, I was still around men and women who had master's degrees and they were college educated and they were making, you know, six figures a year. And here I was, thirty two thousand a year. Um, and I smiled every day and I did what I was supposed to do. But inside. I had these like the color me rad races every day were running through my body and um, I needed to um, to express myself a little bit more. And the day I left corporate America on April 11th, that week, uh, that following Monday, April 13th or 14th, my sister came over and she's a hairstylist. And I said, I said, we have to do something with my hair because I'm my own boss. I'm going to do this. I'm going to own this. I need to know what to do. And she said, we're going to shave your head. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, what? And she said, we're going to shave your head. And I was like, no, Russ won't like it. No. And then my sister was like, are you kidding me? You're sitting here talking about makeup and confidence. And you're worried about what your husband will say. And I said, yeah, you're right. Go ahead and shave it. And so that was the first time I shaved the left side of my head. And um, then she dyed my hair hot pink. And I, for like a day, I was like, I can't believe what I just did. But then I would walk outside and people were like, oh, you're not in corporate America. What do you do for a living that your job lets you do that? And that's when I knew I was so in the right place of where I wanted to be. And I started to be more authentic to what was what was deep in my heart and what was in my soul that I could no longer work for somebody else, that I needed to be my own boss and that I needed to live my life on my own terms. Um, my husband came home that day and said, oh, you should totally shave the other side too. <laughs> So I was, so I was worried for no reason, you know, I mean, and I did, and I didn't like it because I kind of felt like I had like a little faux hawk thing going on. So I grew out the other side. Um, but my left side is kind of like my signature look now. Like 
I just love having that side. And, it, and it's a conversation starter for people, too. Um, people are like, so what do you do for a living? Because your head is shaped. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a suit unless it was, like, yellow or, like, pink or, like, some bright-colored mm-hmm. suit. Like, I yeah. just couldn't imagine, like, this black suit without yeah. any color. Like, you're a colorful person. <laughs> yeah, black suit. And I can remember, like, the first time I wore, like, dangly earrings because um, I had an office. I had, you know, I had a, an office, a door. I had a team that used to work for me. And, and I remember just sitting. I would close my office and I would jam out to, like, Alanis Morissette, you know. or or, uh, <laughs> or, like, Graffiti 6, you know. And people would be like, who are you listening to? You know, you're not listening to 101.3. And I'm like, no, that's a radio station? No, you know. <laughs> um, so how do you make time for self-care? Um, that is definitely hard for me, um, because I pour so much of myself into other people. And, um, every time I pack up my pack of my pack up my kit, um, or somebody leaves in the studio, um, I I can feel that they're like a little piece of me is, um, like I, I give myself to somebody when, when I do their makeup. So, um, for me, Mondays are like, really quiet days. Um, I've started learning about, um, meditation a little bit. Um, I I, use the Headspace app. I will. I try the Headspace app and I'm, and I'm trying like other, um, different ones too. Um, I just saw a video where, um, these superstars were talking about something called like TC. Um, and I'm transcendental, yeah, transcendental meditation or whatever it is. Yeah. Something like that. And so I saw a video with that. Um, and so I, I have a prayer room um, in the little in the little corner in my room upstairs. And um, sometimes when people soul dump, because that's you know I'm like a hairstylist, people will just soul dump and they'll and they'll open up a lot to me. Um, uh, if I don't give what they gave me back to God or back to whoever it is that they believe in or the universe or the energy, then it'll really weigh heavy on me mm-hmm. and it can affect my happiness and stuff. So. Um, quiet time is, is definitely my time. Um, my youngest is autistic and when he goes out the door every day for an hour before he leaves, it's really rough, um, because we're like on a super tight schedule and he has checklists and stuff. And every day when he leaves for that first hour that I'm by myself, the house is quiet. Um, sometimes I'll put on some crazy, like, techno music or some dubstep and I'll just jam it out and sometimes I just need Carrie Job and sometimes I need classical and sometimes I just need I need other creatives sometimes to just hash it out and girl sometimes on a Monday morning after the kid leaves I go and I'll take a shower and I'll come out of the shower and I'll sit on my bed and I will just cry mm-hmm. like just like super like wail, snotty, ugly, wailing, like, you know, novella type, you know, gone with the wind, you know, just roll around in my bed and just, ah, and just cry. And then I get up and I'm like, God, I feel better. And I can go about my day because that is, that's probably one of my most favorite releases. And it's so funny because I definitely am not a person who's that type of emotional and I don't show that type of emotion a lot, but behind closed doors, oh my gosh, girl. Well, sometimes Monday morning. I tell my clients all the time, you have to feel those feelings. Like if you bottle mm-hmm. them up inside, they're going to come out the most 
inopportune times. But if oh, yeah. we just feel them and have that good cry or get angry and like scream and maybe throw mm. something, you know, just don't yep. break anything in your house. Buddy. Yeah, just don't break it. <laughs> just, <laughs> punch a pillow. <laughs> punch a pillow. Um, yeah. So, what is your biggest struggle as a modern woman? Um, I, uh, my biggest struggle, um, as a modern woman, um, that's that's hard for me because I, um. I tend to avoid trying to compare myself um, to other people because there's makeup artists who are like 16 years old who are killing it in this industry. Um, And if I, if I go down the rabbit hole of comparison, like how come I couldn't get into this earlier? You know, how come I can't do that crazy wicked sunset? You know, the people that draw the characters on the lips and stuff, that's not what I'm good at. That's not something that I can do. And I am, you know, the people that do like the special effects, like Debbie Laughlin, her daughter yes. does special effects. And that's not something that, like, I think I did a zombie look one day and I was like, nope, <laughs> like, took it off right away because it's not something I'm strong in. Um, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't think we have as many struggles as we used to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my, my grandmother is still alive um, and she lives close by to me and I see her often and she's, she's proud and she's vocal about it and she loves that I have the hair color and I wear the crazy clothes and you know she compares me to Betsy Johnson often and um she's um and for me I don't let um I don't let people be I don't let people stay in a victimized state Mm -hmm. um when if I hear or feel or see or um you know catch wind that you're in like this is like poor woe is me type state. I'm like, girl, cry it out, hash it out. But you can't park there. You know, you can't live there. You know, stay there for a second. You can't marinate in it. Stay there for a second. Cry it out. Look at everything around you. Feel what you're feeling. And then, I mean, for me, it's like, go have some crazy sex and then pack up your shit and then move out of that area. You know what I mean? Just like let it out and just move out of that area. And, And I mean, like you're alive and you have so many crazy opportunities to do whatever it is that you want, however you want, you know, the America is r- turning back to the hands of time and we're running into this entrepreneurship type of lifestyle again. And I'm so happy that I'm right at the pinnacle point of where people are starting to leave these crazy corporations and really hone down into one, what makes them happy and two, what's going to make them money on their own terms. Um, and so if I were to, if I were to say what any struggle would be is, I mean, I wish I could charge $500 an hour for makeup. My, my struggle now, because I'm pretty sure that there's people who do, but mm. I'm just not, that's not something that I, um, I don't think I'm ready for just yet. I know. I said someday, like, I'll be one of those coaches that's charging like $1,000 an hour for coaching. Girl, Tony like, Robbins, totally girl. Tony Robbins. There. Like, no, I even like, I, I worked with a, a business coach, like who was like a thousand dollars an hour. And she like for one day slashed her prices in half. And so I'm like, I'm getting her, I'm getting her right now. Like I'm yeah. going to pay a thousand dollars for two hours of coaching, but two hours was like mind blowing. Um, right. But you know, it's more about like where she's confident at, because I'm sure like I could charge a thousand dollars for two hours and totally change somebody's life too. Like I was changing lives in 20 minutes. In, at Modern Femme, like, I could change yeah. lives in, like, two hours. I could totally do right. that. But I, I'm just not there yet. Like, I haven't made it, like, to, to where I feel confident enough to be like, yes, $1,000 yeah. an hour. Um, and I like that you said yet. Yes. Yet is such a huge word. When people say things like, oh, I'm not ready, and I'll be like, yet. 
yet. Oh, I, I, I'm yet. not comfortable with that color. And I'm like, yet. You have to say yet because you have to put it in the universe that it's coming to you. I'm not you know? to their level yet. Yet. Um, so yet. what is one tip you have for creating positive relationships with others? What, oh, I will compliment the hell out of you. And, <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and it's really weird because when I'm in a group, when I'm in a group of people that I don't know, I kind of wall hug for a second um, because one, because um, every now and then I'll get like a weird energy, like about a room Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, there's a lot of people in here who are going to judge me and I'm, and I need to prepare myself for it. Um, But um, I make, I have made some awesome relationships with people just by going, girl, where did you get those shoes? Oh my gosh. I love your necklace. Um, Your hair looks so amazing today. I love that shirt. Um, girl, don't, so don't put that purse down because that's a, you know, that's a popular color or oh God, I shouldn't say that to people anymore because it's going to sound like I'm going to steal their purse. But, um, I will compliment people. I mean, even guys like, um, I'll be sitting with my husband and we'll be in line at the checkout line and I'll see a guy behind me and I'm just like, so you just, you just look like you're having a really good day. Yeah. And, and, you know, and sometimes, you know, you never know like who's, you know, whose day you're going to change just by saying something like that. You know, and, and I, when I feel compelled to say it or to do it, I do it. And sometimes it makes other people very uncomfortable, especially if you're with me and I'm doing it to other people. Um, but after like two or three times hanging out with me, you're like, people just go, yeah, that's how she is. She just, you know, blurts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that too. I'm like that too, though. I, I, if I'm in a crowd, like that just helps me. Because even though I'm super extroverted, like I'm like you, I can sense energy and stuff. And mm-hmm. sometimes the energy in the room, there's people that are making me uncomfortable. So if I can make myself comfortable and, and, and I like to pour into people just like you said. And so by giving compliments, it might make them a little uncomfortable, but it's really going to make their day in the long run. Cause they're going to yeah. think back, they're having a rough time. They're going to think back to like, Carly said like this lip color looks freaking phenomenal on me. Like mm-hmm. I feel really good right now. Yeah. So what is one motto that you live by? One motto that I live by, um, you are exactly where you want to be. And if not, you should have changed that yesterday. Ah, mic drop. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, mic drop. Yep. I love that. Well, Carly, thank you so much for coming on. And, and Carly is part of the Inspired Women community. So the week that the, your episode airs, if you're free and you want to hop in there live and give some makeup tips or whatever you want to share in there, we'd love to have you because um, you're awesome and everybody needs a little Carly in their life. Oh, you're awesome <laughs> for doing these podcasts. I've definitely learned so much about a lot of the women that have that I've been listening to because I love listening to the podcast in the car because it's low on data. It doesn't run my data like YouTube yeah. does. Um, and, and I think that what you're doing for a lot of the women in this community is life changing and mind blowing. And I'm so honored that you asked me, um, to be a part of it. I'm so dumping. I'm so dumping virtual hugs. No, we love Um, you. And I'm going to hook up all of the information you sent me. Um, so people, if they're in the Hampton Roads area and they want some makeup or they want a little Carly in their lives, they can contact you and, and be a part or follow you on social media and just connect with you because you never know how lives might change and past might collide and be a good time. Yeah. And, and Carly is going to be starting coaching here soon. Yeah. yeah. I, I, my, um, my, my first group is getting ready to launch. I was getting ready to start their group or their uh, soul architect renewal next week. We'll see. So if anybody's listening 
and they want to get in contact uh, with Carly, you can learn more about this and everything like that. So Carly, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning into the Inspired Women podcast. If you're a woman in search of a positive, supportive community, we'd love to have you join us. Just search the Inspired Women community on Facebook and click the join button. Don't forget to leave us a review, subscribe, and share this out with your friends. We'll see you next week.